Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. I'm not a real fan of, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a real fan of, uh, I guess you could say East Coast music, man. I, I'm, I'm really So what not, you like? Man. You like jazz? You listen to opera? No, 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 no. I'm just a country dude from Southern Louisiana, man. I, I, I can't. I can't see past Lil Wayne and all, <laughs> all of them guys. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So that's so you, just me. Like Southern music, I'm 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 good with the crump music. You, you got Ti. Like you got Ti. Yeah, Ti. Guys like that. And I'm not the Jay Z. I love. I I can't. D, DMX. I loved. Nas. I loved. But you got you know? Weezy, Outkast. You know, Scarface. Yeah, I mean, Big I, boy. that's what I would I would probably pick that. How about Trick Daddy? To. You a Trick Daddy dude? Mm, some songs I, I like with Trick, not you know, you know, not all. But How about I, Ludacris? I no. No. No, I don't. I uh, don't really. Tom, you know what that means we got to play Luda coming back from the next break. So why up. would you do that? Why don't <laughs> I just tell you? <laughs> it's just which one? <laughs> like, why would you do that? Uh, why you don't like Luda? What's wrong with Luda? No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I just don't, I don't like his style. You know, what I'm saying, I just don't like his style of rap. You know, I think he's a better actor than than, than a rapper. So when I move, you move just like that. Yeah, no, like, it's not floating your boat. And that and that and, and that made waves. He he made a lot yeah. of money off of that song. It's just something so simple, right? But that's not something I could have thought about. I guess. So, right, yeah. so so maybe we so maybe we we gotta show him some love and play the rappers he he like. You you a Jeezy guy? Jeezy? I'm a Jeezy guy. I'm definitely All a Jeezy right. guy. So we might have to do that. Say hello, the the, the Jeezy. Hello, hello. Eight hundred nine one nine three. Because I just want, <laughs> I I just want BJ. It's Championship Sunday. He he's been here before. He understands the mood, the tenor, the nerves. So I want to put him in his prime spot to 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 be comfortable. Because we need that hardcore analysis. Because you you were involved in championship games, man. Absolutely, this is, this man. And territory. it was nothing like it. I just got a text message from Lawrence Town, you know, a little bit Ooh. ago, okay. saying happy, happy championship Sunday, my brother, two time. Mm. Ho- I hope all is well. Your your next text back should be, yo, come on the show next week, so we we could chop it up with you on the air. What's up? Yeah, man, I didn't say that though. I did not say that, but <laughs> come on, man. It, 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 but it'll be nothing to get him on though. We got two more of these on, bad boys. We, we'll be back next week, and then we got Super Bowl Sunday, and then that's it, man. That's crazy. That's it. So next Football week, season we, uh, flies by. We back on again, huh? I next might week? have to come. I might have to pay my bet off next week. Ooh. What you think? Yo, listen, I'm down. I'm always down. I'm gonna be at. Only thing is Saturday night. I'm gonna be at the Nick game because the Lakers are in town. So I'm be at Nick Lake Nick's Lakers on Saturday night before I do the show with you Sunday. But I mean, if you try to come through, let me know. The at the Nick's Lakers game on uh on Saturday night. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that, might, that might be a good uh, that that might work out. I need to talk to the wife and see if I could um if I could make that happen. Yeah, cause and we then, got the, and, we got the dinner, we got the game, and then we you know we got the show the next day. Yeah, that might yeah that yeah that, that might work out. All right, so have my people talk to your people, and then we'll, we'll get it popping. We'll get well, it popping. I am my I am my people. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Joe in Brooklyn. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Doing well, man. Well, talk to me. What's up? All right, well, the first thing's first. Since I'm from Brooklyn, if we're going to talk about music, just throw on Biggie, put on a smile, and you're good. That's it. Oh, yeah. I love Don't it. worry about nothing else. I'm not a Biggie fan either. 
Uh, you crazy. Then, dude, and you've got some issues with music. Yeah. I'm not even going to go there, but to each their own, it's all right. So when we're talking about the running back position being devalued, one, it's not that the position is devalued. It's by the team. Look at Christian McCaffrey. Look at what Marshall Falk did. Look at these hybrid running backs that can do more than just run downhill. Like Derrick Henry, without him, the Titans are nothing. I mean, Dalvin Cook, I love him. He came to my Jets, but he was replaced real easily. But you take Christian McCaffrey out of the 49ers, they're not even close to where they are. It all depends on the system. It all depends on the team. And it all depends on the player. I think Saquon Barkley is a hybrid back. And I think if he was on a different team that could utilize him better, because he's, what, 78% of the offense for the Giants? But it's not enough because the team isn't good enough. So if he's going to be that type of offense, he needs to be on a team that can use him better. This is why Christian McCaffrey, even when he gets hurt, he's still getting paid more money than just about everybody else. What are your thoughts? I appreciate the call. What do you think? Um, I agree. I think without Christian McCaffrey on that 49er team, I don't think the team is as deadly as they have been, you know, throughout the uh, last year and this year. I don't think offensively, I don't think they'll be as good. So I definitely agree with that. Uh, you know, but, but yeah, to, in order to be, have to get any kind of compensation to play this position, you have to be able to, do more. You have to be able to be somebody that can motion out to the slot, run a route, you know, catch the ball, you know, pat, you know, you know, pass pro run the ball, like some of everything. You got to be available for you. You got to be a true three, four down type running back, you know, when if you want to be paid. So I flatly think McCaffrey's better than than uh, than Barkley. I, I think he's a better player. But to the caller's point, when you look at his production. As great as it's been, I think it could even be taken up, taken it up. It can even be taken up a notch if he gets consistent quarterback play. Like the offensive line, we know has been bad. Whatever. Like there are a lot of bad offensive lines in football that guys are able to overcome. But if he's he, he if he has a legitimate quarterback under center, he becomes that much more of a threat. And you know this, they, you know playing with Eli. Like that, I'm, that helped you. Oh, absolutely. So you're saying if the Giants had a better quarterback, Saquon Barkley would be respected more, and he would do more if he had a better quarterback. Yeah, yeah, and 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 also because we'd be able to see him in in big games. We we've seen the Giants play what one truly big game, and that was the playoff game last year, or two big games. They played the Eagles and the Vikings. If Saquon, I, I think everyone knows Saquon's awesome. Like we all know that, but uh, there is this like. There is this element of when you are not on a good team and you don't have, like in concert with that, you don't have a legitimate quarterback, you can sometimes be overlooked. You can sometimes be looked at upon as, like, expendable. Whereas I think if he if he had that that system in place with the quarterback and they're playing big games, you, you'd, you'd understand why we're so high on them. Yeah, I mean, you know, big games definitely could, could quite – define you which I don't understand being like me and myself like being a player I don't understand why certain things like that could define you as a as being better than one person or another when your team isn't that good right I think it's I think people should just look at ability and and and, and, and what he's done for that bad team no. and take and, and take that team and, and place that bad team he that that he's on you know I, I think the Giants win one or two games without Saquon Barkley He's I mean, tremendous. Yeah. He's tremendous. Yeah. 
So I, I do think that the the team success should should stop uh, measuring the players. Uh, legacy, I guess you could say, like Saquon. I just don't believe in that because me, me being a player, I think I, I think a player should get everything he gets. You know, mm-hmm. re, like regardless if his team is good or not. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Before we hit a break, quickly, we were talking earlier uh, in the show about you know these four teams today, who you're rooting for. Uh, what gives us the best story? So just quickly want to go through it. Uh, we mentioned Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's two wins away from being the third most accomplished quarterback in football. When you look at uh, the two MVPs, and if he can add a Super Bowl to that resume, he's already a Hall of Famer. John Harbaugh, another championship. What that means to him, he'd become the 14th coach in NFL history with multiple Super Bowl wins. The Chiefs, though, Brandon, now we're officially talking Dynasty. Now we're and I know you won't quite go there yet. It feels a tad bit premature in your eyes, but we're officially on the Patrick Mahomes pursuing the goat crown watch because six title game appearances, four Super Bowl appearances, and three wins. If he gets the two more uh, victories this week and then two weeks from now, he's on that trajectory. He is on that trajectory. So uh, a lot. Like, I, I look at it through the lens of legacy. Because um, it drives like conversations and narratives. A lot's on the line for both Lamar and, and, and Patrick Mahomes for different reasons. Wait, you said Patrick Mahomes has six six uh, six AFC Championship appearances. Yep. And Super Bowl three appearances. You said right. Yeah, right now it's at three. As at three and one, two lost one, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could definitely put that put that as a dynasty. I, I, I'm not gonna disagree with you there i mean that's straight that that's that's astronomical i, I think they got, need to win yeah. this one to officially call it a dynasty though because then you get the back-to-back it's four in uh they ain't in, winning in this one because they're not gonna beat they, they're not gonna beat the ravens that's i don't think so one. either but i'm saying if they do so uh, a championship so a, a conference championship game is not enough to be to to, to be a dynasty nah man you got to win the chair you got to win the title yeah, the so, Pistons in basketball went to what six straight Eastern Conference Finals. They got one championship. Like that's not a dynasty. You got to you got to cash in. Again, because the NFL is so much more difficult than the NBA and every okay. other sport, it should be a, it should be different. It's, it's hard right. to make it to that when it comes to okay. you know. So let's say this: the Buffalo Bills. I was just gonna go there. 90s. I was that's, just going to go there. So that's We're not a insane. dynasty? That's not a dynasty. They didn't win. Are you kidding me, Todd? They didn't win a championship. That's, oh I was bro. literally going there. I was going straight to Buffalo. Four straight um, Super Bowls. Didn't win any of them. That's not a dynasty. Oh, man. Okay. I got you. You got to win the championship, bro. All right. I, I, I just disagree with that. We, ce- I mean. we celebrate and coming in second place. Oh, I mean, man. what we doing? You're the here, only bro? so, but you're the only team in the AFC playing in that game. Yeah, but uh, you're playing another team. Four years that straight, other team beat you. But we don't measure it by like conference championship wins. Like, how many, how many times when we talk about Brady, do we say, well, he won the AFC this amount of times? No, it's about how many championships he won. I got you. Montana, we do the same thing. Like uh, the best when it comes to a dynasty. Now, don't sneeze at getting to the championship game. That's a tremendous accomplishment. Or getting to the Super Bowl, like what Buffalo did. Like that's amazing. I'm not trying to take away anything but from what they accomplished. It's just but, not a but dynasty. But it's not a dynasty because they didn't win. Yeah, it's not a dynasty. 
It's All tough. Right. I got you. For the Niners, uh, one one box left to check for the Niners. Title game in four of the last five seasons. It's three straight years there in the NFC Championship. But it's the year but, right? Uh, Shanahan, we've seen him as a coordinator, blow a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. We've seen him lose in the big game as the head coach. They win this one. Nothing left to say. Uh, it's, a, it's a successful run for San Francisco. Uh, Lynch and Shanahan, it's a home run. They just got extensions. Uh, so it, we'll, we'll see if they can finally cash in. And then I know you're rooting for the Lions tonight, man. What a great I story am. this would be. I am rooting for the Lions. And I got a question. What's, What's up? up with with uh, C.J. Uh, Gardner and Debo Samuel? Like, what, what, What's up with that little beef they got going on, man? I saw a video where – Brock Hall, uh, De- like Debo, a little running back, and he better not do this or that. Like, where does this beef start from? Like, do you have any idea on that? Do you have any info on that? Uh, I'm I'm trying to look it up now. It says the feud ramped up uh, in October when Gardner Johnson on IG Live um, said that Samuel is a, ru- a glorified running back who right. can't run routes. <laughs> So uh, Debo clapped back on him on the Up and Adams show with uh, with Kay Adams, saying it just sounds like he's mad. I got a little bag and a lot of money, and nobody knows who he is. Uh, so yeah, that's been that that's 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 been brewing for some time now. And you know, Debo is actually going to play. He was taken off the injury report, uh, dealing with that shoulder issue. So he's he's going to give it a full go tonight, and that'll be a fun matchup to watch. But yeah, there's some uh, there's some beef there. Yeah, I mean, and I saw that. I'm like, man, I wonder what's going on here. If we got some kind of beef out in the public or something happened with somebody. Like, I'm trying to think because guys usually don't do that. Guys don't usually come out and go at people, you know, personally, you know, on social media like that. Yeah. Like, it just it just normally doesn't happen because everyone in the league always respects each other. So I was wondering if it had, like, some other beef going on where – you know, they were, like, willing to throw hands behind it. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I was trying <laughs> I to think know. of something. I, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they if they try to throw hands. But it's fun, man. It's it's, it's good. It, it adds another uh, a juicy layer to this equation. How about this, though, man? Like, not too long ago. Like, could you imagine the Lions win the Super Bowl? Like, oh, it would be, be, it so would be awesome. It would be awesome, right? The city, Michigan just won the national championship. Uh, so Michigan's on a high right now. Detroit. Winning a Super Bowl, what it does for that fan base. We can talk about what it does for Jared Goff, who he finally cashes in the redemption story. Dan Campbell, we love him, and all that. But think about this, man. Yo, they're not that far removed from going 0-16. Yeah, not at all. Like, that that just happened. Mm-hmm. So right. for them, to, and it was 2008, so it sounds like a long time ago. But listen. like To be where they are now is not yeah, long ago. Yeah, to, exactly. That, that, exactly the point. To go from that to this, like, it's incredible. So I'm rooting for Detroit tonight, man. I'm Me rooting too. for the Lions. I am, and, and, I, and I don't have anything against San Francisco. I'm just rooting for the Lions because I just want, I want, the, I, want, I want something different. I want the Lions to go play in the Super Bowl, and I want Baltimore to beat the Chiefs because I just want something different. Yeah. You know, I, I love the whole Texan movement. I love the fact that Cleveland was good this year. I, you know, I, I love that stuff because, man, we need, you know, this year in the NFL probably have more parity than any other year mm-hmm. that we've had, you know, and, and and being the guy that played in the league, you know, um, I, I know Tom Brady kind of 
you know, kind of dominated our era, you yeah. know, but we still had some teams that were, you know, that were good that usually wouldn't be good. Like the Eagles turned on their, uh, you know, their, you know, they turned on their uh, stuff toward the end of my career there. So they were good from the time I retired to like now, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, it's good, to you know, to be able to sit and be a fan of the game and kind of watch different teams, you know, be successful. Yeah, I mean, it it, it would be – would be pretty pretty awesome to watch Detroit and you know that story that comes with you know them getting to the Super Bowl because remember going back to the final game of last season when they kept the Packers out of the playoffs and what ended up being Aaron Rodgers' last uh, time in Green Bay like that I, I don't believe that wins carry over season to season but the, the the talk after that game was, yo, watch out for Detroit. They are coming. Like, this is going to be a team to be reckoned with. I don't know if anyone had them in the Super Bowl. No, no <laughs> one had Man, I remember I remember earlier in the season, I was doing my show on primetime, and they were – somebody talked about Detroit, you know, going deep. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I don't know where you get that from. You're talking about the Lions going to be good this year. And sure enough, they, they are here. And I'm on and I'm on the bandwagon. I'm I'm here for it all. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacob show on ninety eight point seven ESPN. This is just for you, Bree J. Hey, I don't know what I'm talking about. Hello. Hello. Mm-hmm. Just for you, baby mm-hmm. boy. We're here. Championship Sunday. Ty Butler, Brandon Jacobs. You got some. Uh, pretty discouraging news coming out of Kansas City. Linebacker mm-hmm. Willie Gay, neck spasms, trending oh. toward not being able to p- go today per source. Uh, this is according to James Palmer. Uh, it loosened up last night, stiffened up again this morning. He's trying to get it loose pregame, but it's not looking great right now. They need uh, he to is do being told. dry needling in that thing right now, like uh-huh. right before they run out the, the, uh, the tunnel. Need to do dry needling two of, the, two of the muscles in the back of the neck down into the traps, and that's going to help release some of those spasms. We get the blood flow going over the muscle. I'm sure they know that, <laughs> but I'm just trying to offer some help for the Chiefs so Yo, they ain't fully loaded, you know? Do me a favor, uh, Tom and, and, and Joe. That audio that he just gave the advice, clip that and send it to the Chiefs, and make sure it's there by game time. Just like I'm sure they know that, know. man. We'll play it on the scoreboard. Yeah, like in case y'all didn't know what to do, Brandon Jacobs is on New York Radio giving y'all some some tips uh, on how to get uh, a guy who could be a you know impactful as far as you know, spying on Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, to not have your 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 full clip in this game like this, man, is 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 you never know whether or not you you know you could have won the game or not. If you happen to go lose because you're not fully loaded, that's always the way. Like, I want you to beat me at my best. I want you to yeah. beat me with, with all of my – you know what I'm saying? I want you to beat me. So, I mean, it sucks having to go into a situation in a game where you're playing against a guy like Lamar Jackson and, and, and you fall short by a little bit because you didn't have, what, you know, everything you needed. Uh, that, that that just sucks. Quickly, I want to touch on this. I uh, got to get your thoughts on the the Falcons – Passing up on the greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick. Here was Adam Schefter on SportsCenter uh, discussing why, why the Falcons decided they did not want Belichick to run their operations. 
Bill Belichick interviewed twice for the Atlanta Falcons job that now is going to Raheem Morris. Bill Belichick did not get called to Seattle. He did not, as of date, get called to Washington. Could he still enter into those conversations? Conceivably, yes. We're well on into these coaching searches, and to my knowledge, neither team has called so far. So that seemingly would indicate that this coaching cycle will fill up without Bill Belichick. Falcons owner Arthur Blank really liked Bill Belichick and would have supported that hiring. But it's beyond just one man. This is a collaborative hiring effort. Uh, Dan Graziano was on Greeny. Teams didn't want to hand Belichick the reins for such a short period of time. Fair or not, there was a perception that if we bring in Bill Belichick, we got to turn over our whole building. He's going to want player personnel control. He's going to bring his own coaches. He's going to bring his own this. He's going to bring his own that. And, and you're confronting the idea of replacing a lot of people that work for you for a guy that might only be there a couple of years. Like, he's not, you're not hiring Bill Belichick for the next 10, 12 years. Yeah, so I, I don't even think that's the issue, that he might, he might only be there for a couple of years. The real problem is Belichick's not a great GM. So you say he's what? He's not a great GM. He's the best coach we've ever seen. But when it comes to him picking the players, as we've seen the last, what, four years now, hasn't okay, exactly. So he's missed the last four years. Okay, I, I, I get that. But who? this whole dynasty that we talk about with the New England Patriots, which, again, for the life of me, I don't understand why these guys keep posting about, you know, Tom versus Bill Belichick. I hate that. Like these. I can't stand it. They're yeah, ruining it. such something so beautiful, man. I don't know why they need former players like Julian Edelman, like all of these guys. Some of well, we we uh, we work for Bill, but we play for Tom type yeah, stuff like it. that. Like that stuff is. But if you think about it, this man handpicked his talent. He brought all of that. He brought all of those guys in there. So whether Tom Brady went on to win with, with you know without Bill Belichick or not. They are, he, Bill Belichick is the reason why they were there together. Bill Belichick is the reason why Tom Brady was there. He was forced to make him, uh, you know, Tom Brady the starting quarterback when Drew Bledsoe went down, right? He made those type of decisions for the franchise that in turn gave them, what, six Super Bowl rings? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. I, I don't get – but I think – I do think a lot of people don't want to turn over that much responsibility to Bill Belichick, and I get yeah. it, Yeah, you know? That's what it is, because two things can be true. He was fantastic for two decades, building that program, running it, you know, from top to bottom. But also uh, the last, you know, four years hasn't been great. And and you could even go back further than that. Like, when's the last time they had an impact player on offense that they drafted? It's been a while to the point where he had to get desperate after that 2020 season and spent a bunch of money on offense and free agency, which we know the Patriots never do. But, listen, I I, I agree with you. I I don't like that we're trying to, like, rid him of credit in retrospect uh, in order to prop up Brady. That doesn't make sense to me. But I understand the team not wanting to give him full control. I, I still think the Falcons that, yeah. might have made a mistake, though, man, because they got some talent. You know, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, B. John Robinson, like that's a team that you get a quarterback, especially in that division, you can make some noise. So why is the Falcons picking the draft? Like, like where are they? What number? I think they're eighth, if I'm not mistaken. What quarterback yeah, do you think eighth. can be available for them? Because they do need a quarterback. They do need I mean, a quarterback. I mean, they need they've more been, bad. Uh, they, they've been flirting with uh, with Justin Fields. If if Chicago decides rightfully that they're going to draft a quarterback uh, and reset that clock, then Justin Fields could be an option for them uh, if if they trade with Chicago. Justin Fields come from a really good family here. That wouldn't be a bad move for him. I, you know, being close to home, 
you know, his family could come see him play. He's come from a really, really good, strong background and support and support of family. So I think that would be a really good move. And he's talented, him. man. Super talented, yeah. Super yeah. talented. He had he had nobody. Uh, he didn't have much to work with in, uh, in, uh, in Chicago, but that won't be the case in Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, they went out and got DJ Moore for him, but, it, you know, it just never really panned out. I, st- I still think he could be a good quarterback. I just – I feel like it makes sense for the, the, the Bears to kind of turn the page and reset the clock. And take uh, one of these guys yeah. and take one of these new guys. But Caleb Williams said he 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 don't want to go. He's 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 not going to the Bears. Yeah, but, but he, I mean, he could ne- he could des- you know, so he could necessarily not be number one either though. Like Yeah, I, they might they might take Drake May. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's an that's awful to do if you're coming out of college, refusing to play for a team. Like that's well, just he, a bad look. I, well, I know he, Eli did it. Eli did it. <laughs> it worked he out him straight up, and I still don't know why. A lot of us don't know why. I think it has something to do with with his pops, right? Back in the days, yeah. I don't know, but I don't know. But he just said, "I'm, I'm, I'm not playing for. I'm yeah. not playing for you." He says, "A dub, man. Y'all, y'all can do what y'all want to do. I ain't playing there." And it, look, it worked out for him, and it worked out for the Giants mm-hmm. as well. Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. It's time to decide. Are you in or are you out? All right, let's do it. In or out. This is where we step aside and allow our producers who aren't all that talented to showcase their skill set. Uh, but before we do that, I'm just kidding. I love those guys. Uh, I was about before... to say, man, you better come back with something different. Nah. I have the power to turn off your microphone right, right now, now if I really <laughs> want to. We could just go to commercial right now. It's tr- just bag the segment if you want. Those are my guys, man. They get all sensitive. It's all good, though. <laughs> uh, Schefter's reporting. Uh, Willie Gay, the linebacker for the Chiefs, is inactive due to a neck injury. So apparently we didn't get that audio over to Kansas City in time. Brandon Jacobs put y'all on to the remedy. But our producers, in their uh, infinite wisdom, didn't get the audio to them in time. So he's act- oh, he's man. inactive. Uh, uh, as a Pacheco, though, he is going to play in this game today. Yeah, I saw uh, that one on the. I, I saw that one. I'm like, man, if he don't play, it's definitely over with. Yeah, man, not looking good. He was gonna be pivotal as a spy on Lamar Jackson, um, but that that Chiefs defense great. But you're taking away one of the biggest pieces. Biggest pieces to that defense. But Man, that sucks. We will see what happens. All right, what do you got for us, guys? On that note, we will stay with the AFC Championship game. Will Lamar Jackson be the best player on the field? Are you in or are you out? Oh, I'm in on this. I think Lamar is going to have that moment uh, today where we all start to collectively question, why the hell did we ever have skepticism about this guy winning big playoff games? Now, it was fair. One in three, flameouts not playing well, but this has been the best season of his career. Shout out to Tom Munkin for designing an offense that's more pass-friendly and getting Lamar in comfortable spots. So I'm in on him. I think he's going to be the best player on the field today. And the Baltimore Ravens will be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm definitely in on that. Uh, the guy's electrifying, and he is the – if you remove him from that team, that that you know that team isn't nowhere near where they are now. So he, he's been electrifying every week. You know the times he's been out there, uh, he's been super electrifying, and this week won't be any, won't be any different. All right, next up for you guys, let's talk a little bit legacy here in terms of Brock Purdy. In or out, Brock Purdy will never be able to get it done without his top tier weapons or any top tier weapons on the roster. I'm in on that. 
He'll never be able to get it done. You take those guys off of that team, and I don't think we even talking about Brock Purdy right now. We we, we just should be talking about another backup quarterback, you know, just like the rest of the guys, you know, who has been backup quarterbacks in this league, you know, you know, throughout the season. You know, guys that's going to go back to the bench when the season's over with. I think that's where – that's where I'm going to put it at. So, yeah, I don't believe that he would be nowhere near talked about if he didn't have those guys around him. Yeah, I'm in on it, too. And it's weird because he's a finalist for the MVP. Not that he's going to win it, but uh, that guy we're talking about now who we don't think can you know, excel unless he has maybe the best roster in football. It's funny to see him in the MVP conversation. What hurts Purdy is we've seen Shanahan get to a Super Bowl with Jimmy G who now wasn't good enough to be the starting quarterback for the Raiders. Shanahan, because of his, his wizardry, because of his offensive prowess, can take any average guy and elevate them, especially when you put Debo and Ayuk and Kittle uh, around him. So I'm in on this. I don't think he's ever going to be that guy. And, you know, it sucks, but, you know, th- th- that's the case. Next. Flipping back to the AFC, two of the best kickers in all of football, play in this game will it come down to a game winning kick i'm out on that i'm out i actually went to esp and bet i took the ravens minus four and a half so that means they're going to win this game by five points which means it's not going to come down to a field goal i just think they're better man they're better plus 203 that's their point differential they've been smoking teams left and right including the playoff team we mentioned detroit we mentioned san francisco we mentioned cleveland so I think it keeps going today. Last week against the Texans. So I think they're, I, I they're going to roll Kansas City today. Yeah, I'm out on that too. They're coming down to special teams play to win the game. Um, I just think the guy is too dominant. His team is, is – is, is, they're playing great football right now. They've played all the top teams. You know, they've, they've beaten all the top teams by a considerable amount. And, and, I, and I don't think this game would be any different. You know, I, I think I got them eight-plus in this game. All right, guys. No matter what happens today, I think we can all agree the Detroit Lions have had an absolutely fantastic season. But I'm looking ahead to next season. In or out, Detroit will make the NFC Championship game again next year. Ooh. I'm in on that. I'm in on that. Why I'm in on that? Because the you know because of their leader, Dan Campbell. He's done a tremendous job. He's gotten his players to buy in. He's gotten his players to trust him. Um, yeah, I know you got free agency coming up, and you know he may he may be taking a hit on some guys, uh, but for the most part, I think they are they are a, a pretty young team. Uh, I do think the Lions could definitely repeat this year. Uh, ne- next year, I think they can repeat the same. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely in on them going to at least the uh, NFC Championship game next year. So I'm only going to be out on it, not because I don't believe in Detroit, but I just think that there's so much parity and, and change from season to season. I can't be in on it. I just saw the Eagles this past week make what I thought were two great personnel decisions. They hired Vic Fangio as their defensive coordinator, and then Kellen Moore, they brought him over from the Chargers to be their offensive coordinator. And we we know that was the biggest story with them this past season, right? You lose both your coordinators and Gannon. Mangio's and, uh, a stud. The guy's yeah. a stud, DC man. He he he's a he's a really good one. We had him so in San Fran when I was out there. He's he 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 was and that defense was good. Yep. So I think those are two big moves. I think the Eagles will be back next year. The Niners will be right there. Um, and the conference, I think, like. Look at the Rams. They they showed some promise. Maybe you know I know they're getting older, but that's not that's a team that you can't dismiss. We'll see what happens in other places. But 
Uh, Packers, you know, obviously Jordan Love burst onto the scene. So I, I can't – it's not that I'm out on the Lions. I just can't be in on it because there's too much that happens year to year uh, to just cement them as uh, one of the final four teams next year. Next. In or out, based on the way that Brian Dable's coaching career with the Giants has gone, will Bill Belichick be the head coach of Brandon's New York Giants next year? Oh, I'm out on that. Uh, first of all, if if Dable gets fired next season, it means that something went wrong. It means that they didn't have a good year. So why would that job then become attractive to a what going on 74 year old Bill Belichick? I, I I just I just don't see why he would want to. And I get like, you know, he has a history with the organization. But I think he's trying to win, man. He's, he's chasing that Don Shula record. And I think he wants to win another championship to prove that, you know, he can do win one without Brady. So I, I, I'm out on that just because I think there will be more attractive jobs. Maybe Buffalo, maybe Dallas, maybe Philadelphia for Bill Belichick. So I'm out. Yeah, I'm out on that as well. I don't think the New York Giants would be willing to, to, to give him all that responsibility as well. They have a GM. They have had a GM, you know, for a very long time and has never been the head coach. Uh, I, I don't think that the organization is would be uh, – get. I, I don't think they want to give up all of that, you know, give him, all, like, you know, all of that responsibility to make decisions on who he bring in, brings in and turn around and, and try to be the coach and, you know, doing stuff like that. You know, the, the, the years that Bill Belichick has had really good teams with, with the Patriots, he had, he had, had, he has had really good players and he's gotten lucky to hit with guys like Julian Edelman, Wes Welker, guys, you know, you know, guys like that. There are not any more of those guys out there. So, uh, and I don't think the Giants is like, again, like I said, is willing to give him that much responsibility. I'm out Next. on that. All right. Last one for you guys this afternoon, because we talked about him so much in or out. Josh Allen will be able to get past Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, but only once Andy Reid leaves Kansas City. Ty, you go. Uh, Once Andy Reid. Yo, there's actually some uh, some rumors that if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year, Andy Reid could retire, which is kind of insane to think about. I mean, I wouldn't get. I don't understand it. If you you go back to back, don't you got to go for the three peat? Um, I I would feel like you got to stay in it, man. You got to stay in it. But uh, he will only pass or get past Kansas City once um, the once Andy Reid is is gone. No, I'm out on that. I think at some point Josh Allen's gonna. I think Josh Allen can win a championship. I don't want folks to 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 misunderstand what I've said. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he can get it done. He just hasn't. It'll happen at some point, maybe. But um, I'm out on Andy Reid has to, like, not be there in order for it to get it done. Because he almost did it this past week. He just, you know, he's not Patrick Mahomes. Right. Um, I don't really know where to go with it because um, we're talking about some hypothetical things here, uh, not knowing really whether or not Andy Reid will leave and uh, who – and who knows what you know? You know whether or not the Chiefs are still going to continue to be good without him there. So we don't know any of that. But I'm going to say just because of his team and his best player is getting older, and you know, I I, I don't know how much longer that they'll be able to keep that marriage together uh, there. So I would say what whether or not Andy Reid leaves the Chiefs or not, I'm still going to say I'm I'm out on them ever making to the AFC Championship game because I just don't think their team as a whole is good enough.
Now back to the Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs show on 98.7 ESPN. We are going up until that time. Let's end with some phone calls before we get to our score predictions. Let's hit Mickey in Mount Clare. What's up, Mickey? Hi, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Thanks for making um, it. I, no problem. I just wanted to say everybody's scaring me. I'm a diehard Ravens fan, but it seems like when everybody is on us, we yeah. seem to lay an egg. So I like when people are picking against us. But I'm hearing more Raven love this weekend than I ever have. Well, because you got the better team. You've been a, you've been the most dominant team in all of football. You got the MVP at quarterback, and the Chiefs are wounded right now. Joe Tooney's going to be out, and now no Willie Gay. I know. I heard. I just hope the rain is not a big factor, but I, I got faith in, in our guys. And I, think I don't know. You sound a little nervous there, Mickey. You're not saying it I, with I'm your chest. I'm nervous. I was nervous. The rain is better for your team, though. So, I know. I know. I, I, I'm I'm sorry. I just be nervous when we have big games. But um, every every game this year that was a huge game, like San Francisco, Detroit, I, I was nervous, and we ended up blowing those teams out. So I just needed to continue today. Yeah, well, well, good luck to you, Mickey. Appreciate the call. Right. I mean, look, all the pressure is on Baltimore, man. Or most of the pressure. There's still pre- I mean, if you're in a championship game, you still have pressure. But a lot of the pressure is on Baltimore because the Chiefs have been there and done this before. They're at home. They're at home. Any type of weather fits them because mm-hmm. they can do both run and throw the ball. So I, I don't. So if it rains, they're fine. They'll run the football, which has been running it pretty good lately. And they got a running quarterback. If it doesn't rain, they can run the football because they've been running the good lately, and they got a running quarterback, and he can also throw the ball better, visibility better without the rain. You know, it opens up so much more. There's nothing against the Baltimore Ravens in like in this game, weather-wise. You know, they just they winning in every category. All right, so let's get you uh, on the record your official score prediction for this game. I, my friend, is going to go with the Baltimore Ravens, 27 to 17. Oh, I like it, 27 to 17. Actually, I think I need a higher score for for the over to hit. So I'm going to go Ravens win this game 30 to 20. I'm going to go Ravens 30, Chiefs 20. What do you got for us, Tom Bauer? So in warm-ups, there's a video that just released of Travis Kelsey trying to tell Justin Tucker to move away in warm-ups because apparently Patrick Mahomes had to warm up. So Kelsey kicked Tucker's ball away and threw his helmet away. So you know Mm. what? 27-24 Ravens. Justin Tucker's going to nail a field goal in the final seconds to send the Chiefs home, and Travis Kelsey, he can go cry about it. So you got some animosity there. Kelsey's going to be, you know, hanging out with the Swifties after the show or after the game today. So he's going to be good regardless. What do you got, Joe Leo? I don't understand all this Patrick Mahomes hate. I have the same score, but the opposite team is winning as Tom, 27-24 Chiefs. So he clearly is not listening to the show. No. He says Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes hate. hate. <laughs> we haven't been praising the man. No, but I just this don't is get where, this narrative. This is where I said. He's the underdog Brady, in this game. We go back to, I called these guys untalented because he says something. Do you he listens to the whole show. The Super Bowl last year like and the narrative around that. Do you remember that? No one with is, the Eagles. No one's disrespecting Mahomes by picking the Ravens, my G. The only reason why we're we're f- afraid of uh, of the pick is because of Patrick Mahomes. But quickly, <laughs> we got we got eighty seconds. What do you got for Lions and uh, Niners tonight, uh, BJ? 
I'm going with the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions in the, the score of 24 to 10. I really they, w- shut, they shut them down. On, I really want to pick Lions the Lions. Down. I really want to pick the Lions. You know what? I'm picking the Lions. Let's go. Lions win this game 31-27. What you got, Tom? Breaks my heart to say this, but Debo Zim McCaffrey's playing 34-17 Niners. Ooh, it's a blowout. How about you, Joe? 34-24 Niners. All right, so uh, that'll do it for us, Brandon. How you how you gonna consume this game today? What you doing? What's the what's the layout? I'm chilling, man. Actually, I, I I'm chilling. I, I don't have anything going. You got some I'm, food? I'm about to I'm about to put me some wings together. Deep Here we fry go. me some wings and some fries. I'm alcohol free, so no drinking. Okay. Um, you know, probably five to hookah. Uh, just, just, Alcohol just, free, but we firing the hookah. I'm fire up the hookah, though, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm good, man. I'm just gonna relax. I'm, you know, I'm gonna put my feet up, man. I got my family. You know, we, you know, the four of us are here. We just gonna chill, man. We, we don't ever make it no big deal when it comes to this stuff, man. We just chill and do normal stuff. All right, man. I'll check you out next Sunday. Holla at me, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. You guys be Thank good. Thank you. Thank you to Tom. Thank you to Joe. Thank you to all the listeners. Ty Butler, Brandon Jacobs. We will be back next week. Larry Hardesty coming up next. Lock in. 98.7 ESPN.